0: welcome to the channel with cool this is the chronicles of cool um this is a kspn special but before we get into anything sports you know what ksp if you don't know what kspn mean by now let me uh let's slow it down for the people let's tell them what it is kspn stands for cool sports network it's a cool sports chronicle this is yours truly mr cool you see the spelling Mr. with the Z cool with the K. Um, like I said, before we get into anything sports, I figure I slip this one in there. I, I, I wanted to hit this. I don't know if anybody, I bet I bet people was living under a rock. <laughs> I bet people was I had to take a break. I, I bet people was living under a rock because I'm pulling this article up now and um I'm gonna get right to it. But before, I gotta greet the people, ladies, gentlemen. Unknown unknowns, lurkers, and all. What's up, man? Uh, This is the second live this week. Uh, How am I? I'm going to assume y'all can hear me well. Why do I have the earphones on? I do not know. But I think I do sound right for the strike. That's tight. Uh, We got a few things we need to tap on as far as sports. So that's why I labeled this uh, Chronicles of Cool KSPN. Because there's gonna be some things we talk about. This is gonna be like a regular chronicle. Like we that's, that's gonna be the first segment of today. That's gonna to be the first segment of the night. And then um, we're gonna tap on this sports because no one can do it better. All right, so as I'm watching the, t- the tube, I've been, you know, we 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 a little late today because I've been enjoying watching my sons play on national TV. I, I mean, man, it was it's been years since we got so much tv time i think the last time that we got uh so much tv time i think that was uh seven seconds or less i'm talking sports now i don't know what i'm talking about as far as seven seconds or less let me brief you seven seconds or less consisted of steve nash running the point guard we inbound the ball you have a 24 second shot clock in this case Phoenix is, was usually known for scoring seven seconds or less. That's why a lot of our scores was high in the hundreds. I'm looking at the game now and um, we're high in the hundreds. That does not mean <laughs> that we are uh, seven seconds or less. What I'm seeing from Phoenix is like a more controlled set offense. Um, you know, you, you rocking with Chris Paul, so he's going to hold that ball as long as he can. <laughs> Hey, he's our quarterback. So I think uh, I think if you was to put our game plan in football terms, I would say Phoenix. Uh, Phoenix is a run first team. They they run first, not meaning like not fast break run, but I, I'm, I'm attributing football in this in this aspect. You know, in football, you want to establish what you want to establish the running game. So once you establish the running game, the defense will probably focus on what? The running game, especially if the running game is what? Established. So if the running game is established, then you got to worry about the passing game. And if your passing attack is right for the strike, (laughs) that's tight, Um, you probably score a lot of points. In this case, Chris Paul is our quarterback. So our running game happens to be more of a... uh, use the shot clock basically it's not a 7 seconds or less it's uh opposite of that i see i see us scoring um within the 7 or 8 second uh w- w- within the 7 to 8 the 7 to 8 second range meaning that we use at least 16 to 17 seconds of the clock the shot clock before we get a bucket i mean you look at the you look at our offense we got deandre Ayton. You got, you got powerhouse backup, JaVale McGee. Yeah, I called him powerhouse. And then we got Yumbo. And honestly, what I like to see from Phoenix, and I'm going to take it there to the first segment, but I, let me let me hit on this. Because I'm looking at the game and we just lost. You know, 11 straight games, Phoenix was on. I don't mind losing this game. Hey, wait, 42 and 10? Still got the what? The best record in the league? You got to respect that. So taking the L today, it got me thinking about Phoenix's offense. And I'm trying to explain to y'all what the offense is and where, and where back then where this reminds me of seven seconds or less, just in reverse. So Chris Paul brings the ball down and not to mention Chris Paul brings the ball down, right? And sometimes Chris Paul will bring the ball down and damn near I look, you know, you, you got eight seconds to cross that half court line and sometimes he'd be flirting with it. And I'm like, bro, um, let me tell you, uh, if you don't cross that goddamn half-court line, or if you get called for eight seconds, one time, I'm flying out to Phoenix my goddamn self. And I'm going to tell you, Chris, push it up a little bit. Goddamn, you got eight seconds to cross that half-court line. Cross it. He'll cross that jump. He'll cross that jump with like 16, like 16 on the – it just hit the clock. They don't know what I'm talking about. Cool. Let's, let's, let's keep it moving. So – with Chris Paul crossing half court with 16 seconds left on the shot clock, I told y'all we score within the seven to eight second range. So again, we got another eight seconds where we passing the ball around and we moving it around. That's uh, in football, I say that's dink and dunk. These terms, you athletes, you so called athletes, have no idea what I'm talking about. Dinking and dunking is short passes in football. So in basketball, what we doing? As far as dinking and dugging when we're doing this, we're passing and cutting. We're moving around. We're moving. The the flow of the offense is by ball movement. Remember I said that. So with the ball movement and the screens being set, I see I see us always using a double screen. And, um, again, Phoenix end up scoring with, like, four to three seconds left on the clock. If that. You know, sometimes we score. It's like six, seven seconds left on the clock, like I said. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm enjoying watching Phoenix play on nas- on the national stage almost every week. So, cool, don't get no sleep. <laughs> I, ain't gonna, I ain't gonna get no sleep tonight, messing with y'all. Um, uh, so, before we go into this segment, um, I just want to let the people know, Uh Behind the scenes, we've been working. We've been working as far as trying to get this thing upgraded, right and tight. I like what I see right now. Camera, camera tricks and all that—that's in there. So hard work, being this so production ready. But screw all that, look, look, y'all, y'all want to hear some sports? We're going to. We're going to a chronicle. This is a Chronicles of Cool first segment. And then we'll probably take a break and then I'm gonna go hit on some sports. So let's let's talk E40. E40 says bust around. Before we go y'all already know what I'm going say because rumor had it that Eminem is doing a verse. Who is his opponent gonna be? We don't know yet, but a lot of people are speculating it might be Buster Rhymes. E40 says Buster Rhymes would eat. 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 Y'all remember that? Second round KO. Eminem in a versus battle. Let's cut, let's go straight to the um, let's just go straight to the article. This is out of complex.com. After Dr. Dre hinted. At an Eminem versus battle, like I told y'all, fans immediately took to Instagram to suggest possible opponents. Jay-Z, <clears throat> Twister, <clears throat> T.I., oh God, Nas, who capable, and Tech n 9 why not, were among the names that were tossed around. But if you ask E-40, there's one rapper who would dominate him in a battle of hits, and that's Busta Rhymes pause for the cause right there for so, far, so far do y'all disagree with the homie let me continue the Bay Area legend addressed the possible showdown during a recent appearance on Jalen and Jacoby podcast I mess with Jalen and Jacoby podcast they're on ESPN if y'all don't know who Jalen is that is Kobe's victim of that 80 point shellacking Jalen Rose Michigan's own Indiana Pacers own phoenix's own wells Jalen played for he played for toronto when he got demolished by the mamba i don't know if y'all remember that 81 he put up on toronto that night and who was checking them majority of the night y'all don't get the joke y'all see the commercials never mind Jalen rose man so uh jaylen and jacoby their podcast is usually on espn you can catch them on espn i think between two and five o'clock "Quote, i know it's around that time let me continue buster rhymes would eat 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 m in a versus battle i really believe that e40 said that's for their water buster rhymes goes crazy because now it's turned into a performance type of situation buster rhymes is animated he got gas he raps fast all that Look how we be ripping up and got the party picking up. I got your nigga spitting up. Shit. That's one of his lines. He do all that stuff that Eminem do. And Buster Rhymes got a up-tempo slap. that get the party going. Anytime you got up-tempo slaps, you gonna win. This is E-40. This is coming out of E-40's mouth. Not cool. E-40 made it clear he has nothing but love for Mr. Marshall Mathers and acknowledged his impact on the hip-hop culture. Indeed. But, uh... Like most homie got a little pass where he uh he uh testing himself with the n word. You know, it's something about you other cultures that like to rock that. N- the n word is not for the n word is not for you to use. I don't think it's for anybody to use, but here nor there. Let's continue. Eminem is so legendary, you know, definitely can't take nothing away from him. He continued great hits, great style. I mean, he's legendary, he's an icon, definitely definitely i agree but with eminem beat buster rhymes trevor smith would he beat buster rhymes in the versus battle huh e40 went on to um, imply that buster's discography is widely slept on i'm gonna have to agree to that god Damn, I mean, he got hits galore. I mean, I'm looking. I got all of uh, Buster's albums. I ain't bragging, but you know, he was one of my. Um, I ain't gonna lie, homie was like my My top two art, my top two artists right now is Nas, Buster, in that order. I've been rocking with Nas ever since. was um, clearly illmatic. Um, but he always been like on my top five, but not my top top. So with that being said, uh, hold up, did I, did I mute this? Hold up, give me a minute, man. All right, let me continue. But uh, yeah, Nas has always been like near my top, but not my top. The, the person that's been holding down the top spot, in my opinion, and in, in, in my little top five rap, is Busta Rhymes. So, me with uh, a lot of his albums, <laughs> I know his discography. I don't even know if y'all got the uh, Gangsta Grills mixtape that he did. He did a couple mixtapes. He did one with, um, I think it's called Into the Dragon or something like that. That mixtape was hot. He did one with Q-Tip. That shit was, I think that's the dragon zone. I mean, that that was hot. Um, But I got it. I got to agree with e40 when he when he said that buster's um discography is highly slept on highly slept on and um i don't know if a lot of people are aware of the homies contributions let's continue i feel like buster rhymes got what it takes to bring (laughs) let me get it i'm gonna get it I feel like Buster Rhymes got what it takes to bring it to the surface, man, to let people say, damn, I didn't even know he had all these hits, man. He said <laughs> the stuff he did with Mariah Carey and the stuff he did with Craig Mack. And he got hits. He got he got his own slaps, bro. And he's animated is what, you know, E40 was talking about. He said E40 joking, told the hosts to go get versus co-founder Swiss Beats on the phone. He and Timberland." need to make this happen hey um let's play it let's see what he let's see First what he's saying
1: that nobody want to see in the versus battle i'm gonna keep it one style wow and i love i love eminem i love this guy too to the fullest and I, his talent speaks for itself buster ryan will eat eminem in the versus battle i really hey. believe that he got buster ryan go crazy because now hey. it's turned into a performance type of situation Busta Rhyme is animated. He got gas. He rap fast, all that. He do all that stuff Eminem do. And Busta Rhyme got up-tempo slaps that get the party going. Anytime you got up-tempo slaps, you're going to (laughs) win. You heard it from the OG E-40 that Busta Rhyme would wax. Eat. Eat. Eminem Marshall Mathers in a versus battle. We need to get Swiss... And Timberland
0: on the phone. You, I know you got their numbers. On. You did a verses already. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> that's how you going, Jalen. That's how you going. You guys gotta agree. You guys gotta
1: agree with me. I know you probably don't want to say nothing, but it's the truth. I just, I know Eminem is so legendary. You know, definitely can't take nothing away from him. Great hits, great style. I mean, he's he's, he's legendary. He's an icon. You know, Buster Rhyme, I feel like Buster Ryan got what it takes to bring it to the to the surface, man. To like let people say, "Damn, I didn't even know he had all these hits, man." You know, then he gets to sing the, the, the stuff he did with Mariah and the stuff he did with Craig Mack, and like he got, man, and he got he got his own slaps, bro. I mean, and he animated And Don't <laughs> think he
0: brings us, split beast. I mean, Slip up there. You know what so, uh... Hey, look did I did I get his voice right? <laughs> his beat slap, man. Swiss is clearly open to an Eminem buster versus battle, as he suggested the event on Dr. Dre's Instagram page earlier in the week. Dre posted a video of Slim Shady delivering a rapid fire flow and captioned the clip with Marshall Mathers versus who? Well, I think we got it. I think this is what it's going to be. And it seems there was only one name that came to Swiss's mind buster let's go in minute and as you can see if you check complex com- complex.com for you lazy researchers that don't do no research but get on the horn and yell a lot of stupid shit that you ain't even read i'm sorry i'm looking at the article because i'm doing my research at the same time you know how i go um yeah uh check the article for yourself and um I'm hoping that this this definitely come into fruition. Why not? I mean, they kind of hurting on the verses anyway. I think one. I think soon is a uh, music soul child. I think he who, who music soul child doing the verses with. Um, let me double check. Um, we doing live and direct. Damn. Um, research like all right. Bet they said that's Bama gonna be. A, a, oh, okay. Okay, give me a second. I thought, um, I thought Music Soul Child was doing the doing the verses. Was I tripping? Anthony Hamilton. Hey, I knew I wasn't tripping. So yeah, uh, let me see what this is going to be. Anthony Hamilton and Music Soul Child are square off for Valentine's Day versus. Let's just say the cool won't be present in that month. chat room nope um yeah so i i I, I, this is this is kind of smart by swiss and tim why not do a uh, r&b type showdown for valentine's day for the ladies and ladies i'm sure y'all gonna appreciate this if you don't have any plans for valentine's day which is gonna be a lot of you singles out there probably like 80 percent of you mother um swiss beats and Timberland just gave you a front row ticket to the holidays hottest celebration this is out of um before I even go any further, this is uh, etonline.com. The duo's music streaming series "Versus" announced the upcoming battle, and it features two of R&B's most notorious crooners. Why they call them that? Grammy winner Anthony Hamilton and music soul child. Let's rewind back. Why they even call them? Why they call them that? They could have just been like two of R&B's. Hottest legends, or some shit? Why'd you call them notorious crooners? They singers. They sing. Let me continue. Hamilton and Soul Child will square off in their versus debut. This is why I need to watch. Just to see, this is why I need to write these articles. Hamilton and Soul Child will square off in their versus debut live from Avalon, Hollywood, and Los Angeles on Tuesday. February 15th, fans can purchase tickets to see the battle in person. Why would you, why would you, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Why would you even go anywhere in person? Aren't we still, uh, if I'm mistaken, aren't
1: we, uh, are we
0: still doing that? Never mind. Let me continue. Um, you can also stream it live on multiple platforms. Hey, you can also stream it live on, um, hold up. Give me a second. Yeah, you can also stream it live. Or you can catch it live on some of these YouTube platforms. The folks that's just trying to get the numbers up in their platform, they just do these live. I get it. I get the game. But um, <laughs> y'all, y'all that do these lives, they clearly versus has what? A YouTube channel? I checked. They got um, they got a website? I checked. They got an IG that they do the verses on as well? I checked. Why the hell are y'all going And these, are, I'm, I'm talking to the listeners Why the hell are y'all going to these Oh I guess y'all feel comfortable In the chat room full of weirdos <laughs> That y'all know And y'all can talk back to Y'all can't go on e- IG's chat room And say what's up To uh, Tony Baker or uh, Spice Adams Or some shit Y'all, y'all, y'all can probably uh, Talk to the nearest troll They've been trolling you for about two years And you ain't know I digress. Let me continue though. Like I said, you can catch the verses on all their streaming platforms, or your cheap ass, lazy ass can go straight to YouTube and find anything trending that night <laughs> as far as R&B is concerned. As far as this verses, I'm sure it's going to be a bunch of YouTubers trying to clout chase for views for that one. And then YouTube's going to tell you, take that down. you gotta take that uh, whatever um yeah again y'all can check it check it check 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 it i got y'all fans can purchase tickets to see the battle in person of course i told you that or stream it live on multiple platforms including what thriller fight that's f-i-t-e facebook youtube and on the versus instagram page now watch, watch y'all dumbasses avoid all those sites and go straight to the first troll that's going to go ahead and play this entire live on their YouTube, possibly going to get it taken down early if they catch them, and um, y'all going to have to swim through internet land trying to find the next person that's doing the same shit. Why don't you just go on their own page? You? you go on their own page, you ain't got to worry about no buffering issues, nobody's striking the channel because they shouldn't be doing that anyway but again i digress the valentine's day special kicks off the series third season ain't it third yes three years we've been in this mess and um the series noted in their instagram post announcing the release especially meant for the lovers well again i won't probably be present to that one Versus has broken the mold for the web series with fans regularly flocking to stream the shadows. Oh, I'm sorry, I said the shadows to stream the showdowns between the well loved artists as they share their biggest hits and engage with fans in the online showcase. Um, Monica, Brandy, Bone Thugs, I just seen them with 36 Mafia, yay. For That Water and Two Short was doing their thing. DMX, you know, rest in peace. Now we have music show. Chow and Hamilton. Notice I ain't bothered with the Jada kids and all that. I ain't you know, to me, verses reminds me of uh high school. It's just everything that, you know, Every it's, it's it, you talk about a get-along gang. You got a get-along gang in this whole verses. Again, I love to see... Take that back, that KRS-One Versus. And uh it's another Versus I was messing with, but a, a lot of it is like, are you known? Do the people know you? Do they love you? Um, What was they playing back in the day? Was it just your meal? Come on in then. Like like I said, I like to see Slum Village up there. Let me look at my collection right now. I'm going to throw a couple of artists out there y'all probably never even heard of, and I, I get it. But if you if you threw them artists on that same stage, maybe they can get some pub and get some albums sold. Black Milk. I don't think they even heard of a guy named Black Milk. You got, you got Black Milk out there. He's a producer and an artist. He can he can flow with the best of them. Um XJ Diller. You got most deaf. You got Talib Kwali. You got um, Man, I'm taking a minute. You hey, you got Will I Am. Well, I am got a catalog of two albums he did solo. I think he got three. I think his third album more poppy-like. I think it's like poppish. Who else is out there? You got Lil Brother out there? Why can't we get a Lil Brother in Tribe Called Quest versus? Huh? Um, Who else? We got got the Roots. I don't know if the Roots performed yet, but that's an option, right? Shit, Shine out of jail. Why can't Shine do a versus? Shine, you just... Y'all ain't never heard this name before. Tracy Lee from out of Philly. Y'all talk that uh, Cassidy talk, Cassidy can go, but y'all talk that uh, Gilly Gilly don't know Tracy Lee. Woo! Many faces. That album was classic. You can do, do a versus with him. Keith Murray. As I check. He was on a tour a couple years ago. I'm sure he could still flow with the best of them. EPMB. Um, I probably named some artists that probably did a versus. My bad. Um, Cannabis I know he did a I know he did a battle He did a rap battle Got his ass lit And that shit was Kinda embarrassing But um Catalog is alright I don't know if y'all know Cannabis got a catalog He got more than two albums Um Luda Luda already did He already did one We we, we can't ask Luda to come back Who else we got I'ma throw y'all one more Throw y'all one more I'ma just Randomly pick Anybody on this Joan, You got far side. You got far side. Why can't you do a versus with them? I know they ain't getting along, but for verses, versus, I'm sure they can come together and do something special, right? Um, De La Soul. They got their catalog back. Get De La Soul out there. You see, these are a lot of artists that I named. These are the artists that was um this when they was when they was performing, they was doing their thing as far as, you know, coming out with their albums and doing their thing, nobody was really bumping them. They call me all the they call me the conscious man. Now, you just listen to conscious hip-hop all the time. So I like to broaden my horizons. I don't want to talk about bitches and riding in the whip all goddamn day. I like to talk about some thought provoking thought-provoking shit. I want to listen to some thought-provoking shit. That's why a lot of y'all podcasters ain't gonna go too long. Hey, let me stop. I digress. Let me stop. Let me be, behave myself out here before I start calling you whack podcasters. Out. All right. Um, let me ask the people. What do you think? You think um, you think this E forty and Buster's Buster versus is gonna go down? Um, for the people, I think it should. I mean, Buster been looking for an opponent for a while now. <laughs> I don't know if they, you know, y'all listening out there, Swiss? I'm asking. Go ahead and get it in. I noticed his uh, Twitter handle got DMX. All right. How long that's going to last. But yeah, um, who y'all think going to win? If they even bother. If they even bother with this, who you think going to win? Buster or E40, uh, not E40, Buster or um, Marshall Mathers. I, I got my money on Buster, man. I got my money on a good showing. I don't really care who wins. Shit, nine times out of 10, I might not listen. <laughs> I might not listen. But other than that, I'm gonna go ahead and um I'm gonna rock with Buster on this one. And I'm gonna guarantee it's probably I, I, I will say this because you know you are looking at Kula Dhammas, right? <laughs> Kula Dhammas say it's probably gonna be the best show their verses ever had. Note that down. Note that down tonight. What time is it? What time? Is it? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 1018. Kula cool Damit said it's gonna probably be the best verses that Swiss and Tim ever had. And I'm gonna leave that on the floor. I'm gonna take a break for the people. Um, we're gonna come back, we're gonna talk some sports. Uh, I hope y'all ready. I'm looking for the article right now. I can't believe. Look, I got one, two, three, four, four screens, and I cannot pull up the article. I go if I go Mac though. I know Mac. I use the Mac, and I'm going straight in on that. <laughs> but let me go ahead. Hey, hey, hey. So check this out, right? This is some goddamn news for your ass, bang. So the Washington football team has a new name. Oh, I ain't know the Lakers are playing the Clippers though. So this is live. I ain't bet we can watch this game, and I can talk some shit. Cause it's talk your shit cool time tonight. I will say the uniforms hot though. Look at them, look at the helmet though. Oh, oh no, yay. Hey. hey, hey, I'm 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 like 75% with it. And I'm 20 25% like I don't as long as we win, right? As long as we win. I just wanna win. If we don't win, then everything about this is a bad idea um rumor had it that we might not even be playing in maryland no more it's a uh, it's it's three states well it's two states because <laughs> dc ain't got their statehood yet i don't even know why i just threw that out there as a joke it's, it's really not funny that dc ain't got their statehood yet you know you know taxation without representation moving forward um yeah so i'm looking at uh I'm looking at the unis i like the unis as far as the name yeah, If Y'all ain't known by now and ain't looking at the goddamn screen we are the commanders we are the washington commanders just say that to yourselves just try it. let's practice um w- whatever your favorite team is your your sorry ass philadelphia eagles if you're an eagles fan you're sorry ass goddamn cowboys and the, the the poop of the nfc east i'm gonna say it one more time the poop the, the, the bibbity bop the shit <laughs> oh i got the shit the shit of the nfc east you heard it first the new york giants <laughs> so if you're a giants fan if you're a cowboys fan if you're an eagles fan say it to yourself philadelphia is playing the washington commanders Does that does that have a ring does that have a ring that you like to rock with uh Oh, who the Giants playing? Oh, we playing the Commanders. Who y'all playing today? Uh, We got the Commanders on our schedule. Hey, I was good, honestly. Honestly, to be honest with all 'all, y'all, I was good with um, the Washington football team. I, I wouldn't have mind being the Washington football team forever. It's original. It's original. You can't really hate on that. You don't know who you playing either. You, you you got the football team on your schedule. You're like we know that's Washington, but they don't have no like they don't have no like mascot. They had options. I'm looking at the options. I uh, I'm looking. I, you know what? I should have had these pictures up there because I per, I particularly like the Washington Red Wolves. You could have kept the R. You could have kept the R on the helmet if you wanted to as an option. Or you could have just went ahead and um, went with what you, now if y'all seen, I gotta, you know what? I should have, um I should have, I should have threw that, I should have threw that down. Y'all should have seen, if y'all can, y'all can Google it. Google um Washington Red Wolves. You're welcome. That uniform was tough. I like how the wolf, I like how the wolf was like, Oh, and in the background, you had the you had the uh shadow of DC. That shit looked right for the strike. But let me check, let me take it back to the commanders. This is the commanders segment right now. 1932, God damn it And we got three Super Bowls to our name. Shut that shit up. Cool. You ready for y'all that? ready for an article, man? Hey, look at hey, I ain't noticed. But y'all look at Snyder, man. That Bama look like he ain't have a couple shaves in there. Bama look dumb. He just look like some goofy. Get your goofy ass off the I don't even know why this is on there. I know that 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 visor that uh Chase Young got on that shit. Raw, bruh. Damn, bruh. Hey, so check it. Um this this is out of the washingtonpost.com quite surprisingly because the washingtonpost.com got a knack for uh throwing ads in your face on the screen when you when you trying to read it um you trying to read a nice article and the Washington Post to throw a bunch of ads in your face talking about you can you can you can take the ads out if you give us some bread man, get the fuck out of here man y'all stay still they to this day they still trying to sell the newspaper if you're paying any amount of change for a newspaper, granted, granted, I'll take it back. I'm going to take all that back. You didn't hear that come from the cool. If you do have a subscription to having a newspaper delivered to your home, continue doing it. Ain't nothing like reading some black and white. I used to get, I used to grab a paper when I went to my old job. I used to work on 17th and G right next to the uh not not too far from the white house like i'm in walking distance i, I get out the, i get out my job i make a right a i i go across the street and i'm right there um i think the treasury department is in between us sort of that's where i used to work at right so um damn so i used to uh i, I used to i used to grab a paper you know they had the uh they had the machines they had the machines lined up all downtown dc so 35 cent got me a nice little paper got a paper or usually where i worked at they had stacks of newspapers already in the building so they was free of charge but i you know i wanted to play honest 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 um i don't know i just wanted to be the honest uh uh law-abiding citizen civilian you know i know the washington post is dying for some money so let me give him 35 cents let me put 35 cents in the machine and grab me a paper so i had two papers when i got home no one asked me how
1: <laughs>
0: and, um yeah i just used to read the paper i used to read i ain't even used to read the comics i used to read the sports first and then i went uh from the first page on down i i read sports first so i take the sports section out and then I'll just read every section. I'll even read fashion and style. And you can get a lot of uh, ideas reading this style and fashion section. They have little, um, they have events all over D.C. I wouldn't go now. But they used to have events all over D.C. Fashion, fashion events and shit like that. So cutting the crap, man. I'm going to take it straight to the article. We uh, I was sidetracked by fashion and style and newspapers and shit. Um, but like I said, I always used to read the uh sports page. Um, but this article is out of the Washington Post. I'm glad they ain't throw no ads in my face. I'm hoping, fingers crossed, we can get through this article without them blowing me, because um I like Kevin Blackestone and I like his take on sports. Kevin, if y'all don't know who Kevin Blackestone is check out um around the horn at about yeah, i say five o'clock is when around the horn comes on on espn shout out to espn man i know i snatched y'all name and made it better i remixed that shit kspn and shit but um thanks for that and no 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 hard feelings <laughs> but espn kevin blackstone around the horn you're welcome upon his hiring as the 30th coach of Washington's NFL's franchise two years ago, Ron Rivera said that he didn't have a problem with the team's racist name. Damn. And hmm. hey, I, hey, I'm gonna let you know, bruh. When we dive in now, we now I now I'm warmed up. We are gonna dive in to that racist name. Um, yeah. So, Ron Rivera said he didn't have a problem with the racist name, which his boss Daniel Snyder got damn, I hate saying his name, had declared he would never change. Hmm. Rivera even commissioned a piece of art for his new digs, a copy, a copy of a portrait painted by the team's director of player development featuring the logo of the team Rivera had just inherited. It showed the profile of a bronze-skinned Native American man of someone's creation. <laughs> a logo that debuted... On the team's helmets fifty years ago, just as a delegation of the Native Americans, I like how they put that word in there. <clears throat> let me let me run that back. Just as a delegation of Native Americans met with then franchise president Edward Bennett Williams to request he changed the team's name for what they explained was a derogatory. But lady I said derogatory was a derogatory racial epithet. Now let's dive right into that. Um, since since we going there. Why, ain't, why 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 haven't the Chiefs look? The Chiefs even got a like a a, a thing they do. Oh, 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 they call it a tomahawk chop. Why ain't they coming to Kansas City's next? We I, I mean, if you did your if you did your research on Redskins, you, let's let, before we continue with the article. Before we continue with the article, let's go ahead and do some live research. You know, even though this is a cool sports chronicle, you can learn a little something. Watch cool, learn you something right now. I'm going to look up, even though I do know what it is. I I want to, I want to make sure I give the people the correct information before we dive into this. So, um, Raid Skins, what are the Raid Skins? Hmm. Okay. All right, now it is, you know. All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Mm, all right, let's just go straight in. Wow. All right. Wow. Because I'm I'm reading it all over again, and it, it's 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 quite a derogatory, <laughs> quite the derogatory um term, and I'm not laughing i'm not laughing at it i mean we've been to redskins for over 50 years redskin is a slang term for native americans in the united states and first nations in canada the term redskin underwent uh, uh wait a minute wait a minute hold up hold up hold up hold up hold up yeah 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 all right and this is what i wanted to go to i ain't i want i want to go straight to the origin. The origin of the choice of red to describe Native Americans in English is debated. Ah nah, nah I don't want to do that. I wanna I wanna talk about I wanna talk about the actual red skin. I think um see they're not gonna give it. They're not gonna give it to me. They're not gonna give it to me. Well, basically, um, um I right, so from what i and i don't want to give y'all i don't want to give y'all nothing crazy straight out of the freestyle i want to um i know it has something to do with skinning the heads of uh captured slaves or captured indians all right so i'm gonna read this article out of the watch <laughs> there you go the washington post got me again they got me again um all right uh I thought, uh, yeah, I, I wanna I wanna read the controversy of the red skin. That's all I'm trying to get off. I just wanna and it, it, it just all right here we go. Here we go. I found it. Thank you. Thank you. Here we go. Let's dive right in. This is out of um npr.org. I did some I man I was I was going in. I was going in as far as the research. All right, so where did the word red skin come from? Many dictionaries and history books say the term came about in reference to the Bethuk, Beothuk, Bayothuk, Bayothuk. I think I said that word right, but if you're from the Bayothuk tribe, um or Beothuk tribe tribe of what is now Newfoundland, Canada, um let me know if I got that right. Um the Bayotuk, the Bayothuk were said to paint their bodies with red and leading white settlers to refer to them as red men i don't know if that's true or not all right let's continue according to the smithsonian historian ives goddard early historical records indicate that redskin was used as a self-identifier by native americans to differentiate between the two races goddard found that the first use of the word redskin came in 1769 in negotiations between the i'm a i'm a completely racked this name up. Pianca Shaw's, <laughs> Pianca Shaw's and Colonel John Wilkins throughout the 1800s. The word was frequently used by Native Americans as they negotiated with the French and, la- and and later the Americans. The phrase gained widespread usage among whites when James Cooper used it in his 1823 novel, The Pioneers. In the book, Cooper has a dying indian character lament there will soon be no red skin in the country the pioneers in the other books cooper were largely seen as sympathetic toward native americans and their struggles in the 1800s decades later the word red skin began to take on a negative increasingly violent connotation author um L. Frank Baum, best known for his classic Wizard of Oz, celebrated the death of Sitting Bull. I don't know if y'all know about Sitting Bull. And a massacre at Wounded Knee with a pair of editorials calling for the extermination of all remaining Native Americans. In one of the December 1890 pieces, Baum wrote, with his fall, nobility of the redskin is extinguished and what few are left are a pack of whining curs who lick the hand that smites them. Damn. At around the same time, the word redskin was becoming a word with negative connotations. Other Native American words and images uh, were becoming increasingly popular symbols for sports teams. In an article for the North Dakota Law Review, Jay Gordon Hilton found that team owners frequently begin using words with indigenous connections in the 1850s. And if y'all look at cartoons, they, they was clearly out there like that. I remember Bugs Bunny should have been cooked a couple of times by Native Americans. Native American names appear to have been chosen to emphasize the Americanness of the team and its patriotic character, writes Hilton. Without noting that at the same time, popular culture was relegating I was state to say regulating, but it's relegating Native Americans to the foreign and the extreme. While Cooper's portrayal of Native Americans in books like The Pioneers was sympathetic, the portrayal of Indians created a backlash of sorts. In 1915, the poet Earl Emmons released *Redskin Rhymes. Wow, a book so offensive, they had to double check to make sure it wasn't a parody of the racism of that era. God damn. Um, Emmons makes his intentions clear in the introduction of the work. Those persons who got their idea of the Indian from Mr. Cooper, this is quoted, um, have pictured him as an injured innocent. Those persons have acquired the wrong idea of the Maroon brother. Damn, maroon. That a Maroon. In, in that introduction kicks off a series of poems. Songs and speeches, each more offensive than the last. God, man. Emmons' book, yeah. And that book is called, uh, what is that book called? Redskin Rhymes. Go check that out. Emmons' book was, <laughs> oh my God, Emmons' book. of the of the the usage of the word redskins in the late 1800s and early 1900s that the word went from being an identifying term to derogatory slur by the 1910s it wasn't uncommon for film filmgoers to encounter it with the word frequently popping up in the titles of american westerns this is getting deeper by the moment um yeah so If y'all, and I'm just giving you a test of uh, the history of the word Redskin. Um, I don't know. uh, I'm for the change. Don't get me wrong. I'm for the change. But as far as uh, the commanders, I'm going to have to get used to that. But I also said that, you know, fans that don't like it, because I'm not going to say, man, I got the the damn earphones on. I'm not going to say I don't like the the name. I'm going to say I don't care for the name. But it is what it is. And the uniform is right and tight for the strike. I, I mess with it. So, commanders it is. We got we to call them something short, though. You can't just keep saying commanders. It's got to be another option. All right, we can be the Washington commanders, but we got to be like... I mean, the only commander that comes to mind right now is Cobra. So let's for short. Let's just say they, we y'all gotta play the Cobras, Cobra Commander. I don't know. I'm just not really filling the name, but I'm filling the name. I'm glad we got the change though. Let me continue the article though. <sighs> Look at some banners while I do it. In the summer of 2020, with the country roiling in protests against white supremacy in the wake of the police murder of George Floyd and the sponsor of the team stadium, FedEx calling on the club to drop the offensive name Rivera expressed enlightenment not only was it time to change the name Rivera said but a new one paying homage to the military would be most appropriate I get it alright so this is where the commanders came from the military It made perfect sense to me, but not because Rivera was the son of a 32 year army man and grew up on a military basis overseas and in this area before settling in Monterey, California, West Coast, nor because the home of this football team is the seat of this country's armed forces with the Pentagon just across the river in Virginia. Of course, Um, I don't think I don't really think i have a problem with this name but i have a problem with this name charged with being disrespectful uh let me run that back charged with being disrespectful to native americans fly in some native americans dress them in team jackets with offensive logo and parade them during a game to thank them for being veterans i don't know what i just read I want to say this was probably like a tweet of some sort. Yeah. This is a reaction. I'm reading reactions. I'm not even going to bother with this one. Check this one out. Check. Wow. Wow. I'm going to just read. I'm going to just read this. This is in the article of the Washington Post. Charged with being racist. Hire as president. The first black man told to hold such a title in NFL history. Charged with treating women in the organization like appetizers. Wow. Hire as part of your broadcast team. The first woman to hold such a position in league history. Name her a team executive. Charged with being a clown show. A reoccurring acquisition recently. And accurately. Spat by short-term rival coach rename yourselves the commanders there that should do it I right don't ask me where these these statements came from i was just reading an article article out of the washington post if y'all think i was just jibber jabbering checking for your goddamn self hey um commanders i'm with it to a point i'm only with it if we win it <laughs> If we ain't winning, you can take this commander, you can take this NFL, and you can shove it. Why do I feel this way? Because, speaking of the NFL, I don't know if y'all been living under the rock, but uh, there's been some um, chit-chatter about uh coaches, black coaches. You know, there's uh, Brian Flores that comes to mind. I don't know if y'all heard about that but anyway let's 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 uh let's kick it off with cnn cnn.com nearly 20 years after adopting the rooney rule i don't know if y'all know what the rooney rule is let's take it back cool let's learn these folks something. Huh? the rooney rule the, <laughs> I, cool can't even say it right now the rooney rule is a national football league policy that requires league teams to interview ethnic minority candidates for the head coaching and senior positions you heard that right senior football operation jobs to be exact i'm gonna run this back and i'm gonna go a little slower so y'all can see the word play this is out of wikipedia the rooney rule is a National Football League policy that requires league teams to interview, not hire, ethnic minority candidates for head coaching and senior football operation jobs. It is an example of affirmative action. Stop. I don't even feel like reading the rest of this garbage. That's the Rooney rule. So we take it back. We take it back to the article get him cool you just told him something nearly 20 years after adopting the Rooney Rule NFL's racial diversity effort is not what my father intended it to be and Brian Flores discrim is this is out of uh I'm sorry I ain't tell y'all this is out of cnn.com Brian Flores discrimination lawsuit that's in the discrimination lawsuit against the nfl the fired miami dolphins coach spoke of the humiliation of being subjected to a sham interview appearing to give a black candidate a legitimate chance at a head coaching job the son of the late dan rooney the longtime Steelers chairman who championed the rule requiring teams to at least interview minority coaching and general manager candidates such as no i'm sorry said such humiliation moved his late father to seek change and this is uh dan rooney the regulation adopted in 2003 is known as the rooney rule quote tony dungy who was the youngest and first african-american defensive coordinator with the steelers in the 1980s then Wouldn't get a job, wouldn't get job interviews, or he wouldn't even get picked, said Jim Rooney, who wrote a book about his father's legacy. Huh. My father said many times he knew Tony was better than a lot of people that ended up getting those head coaching jobs. Dungy would become the first African-American football coach to lift the Lombardi trophy. I'm going to stop right there because as much as I say, uh, I'm happy that we 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 got such a we 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 established such a feat. I the fact that their first anything's in 2022 and 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 in this in this case it was uh I want to say what 2000 when did he win that Super Bowl? I want to say uh I forgot I forgot I know he won though. Oh he won the Super Bowl. I just did he win it with the Colts? I'm tripping. I'm tripping. Dungy should have won it with Tampa Bay. But old uh, Gruden came over after the team was established already and won him the Super Bowl then. I think Tony Dungy won it with the Colts. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Um, But moving forward. Moving forward. Okay, so check this out. Check this out. Today, only One of 27 head coaches employed in the NFL is black with five teams without a head coach in a league where roughly 70% of the players are, you guessed it, black. The lone coach is the Steelers' Mike Tomlin, who won the Super Bowl in 2009. My older brother is a uh, Pittsburgh Steelers fan. You couldn't tell that dude nothing when Pittsburgh won that Super Bowl. I I was proud. I was like, look. Glad he feeling right. I mean, the Steelers, the Steelers deserve to win that Super Bowl. They—they're one of those blue-collar football teams that um, I like. Don't tell my brother though, and if he listened to this, he already gonna know, and he can probably give me hell. Oh, I'm a New Steelers fan. <laughs> but let's let's run this paragraph back because I don't think a lot of people heard me. Put it up to the screen, for you. Today, only one of 27 head coaches employed in the NFL is black. That's one. That's Mike Tomlin. With five teams without a head coach in a league with roughly 70% of the players are black. Keep that in mind. That lone coach is still is Mike Tomlin who won the Super Bowl 2009. There are two other non-black minority coaches. One of Puerto Rican and the other of Mexican descent. And one of Lebanese descent. Hmm. They're not black, not ADOS Not from the black delegation And I guess, you know, it counts for minority But we know we talking about black here Black first The NFL instituted the Rooney Rule In an effort to increase diversity Among the head coach, general manager And executive ranks But they're only given interviews remember I, remember I told y'all to pay attention to that Damn uh, da, 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 da. It requires every team to interview at least two external minority candidates for open head coaching positions, according to the league's football operations site. So basically, like I said, like 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 the like the article states, you have Mexican and you have Puerto Rican. You might even have Chinese. Lebanese is what I heard as well. Then you got black. And you, you, as an owner, you you can choose two. You got one black person. Lebanese, Chinese, Mexican, Puerto Rican, black. You only got to choose two. Your owner. If you ain't Mike Tomlin, your ass ain't getting picked if you black. Am I wrong? I mean, look at the Washington Commanders coach. In which I think, honestly... If Rivera Rivera doesn't work out, if Rivera doesn't work out, your next coach, hire Snyder should be a black man. I'm just saying, I mean, representing DC, Chocolate City. Y'all can say it ain't Chocolate City no more, but we know. Oh, it's still Chocolate City. I bet it's some places your ass won't be caught up in. Just keeping it real. So I think your next hire Snyder, <laughs> hire Snyder, I think your next hire Snyder should probably be a black man if Rivera don't work out. I mean, you did hire minority, why don't you keep it going? I mean, 90% of your fanhood in them stadiums is, you guessed it, you guessed it. You was right. Let me move on. Uh, All right, so check it. He would be frustrated Jim Rooney said of his father and current efforts to diversify NFL coaching. It's clear people are not using it as a as I thought I thought my father would intend it to be. Flores really opened up about a discussion. Flores federal lawsuit filed in New York on the first day of Black History Month, alleges discrimination by the NFL. The New York Giants, <laughs> shitty, shitty team of the shitty, shittiest division of uh, the NFL the Denver Broncos and Miami Dolphins organizations the NFL and three teams vehemently denied the allegations I'm comparing it to the coaching equivalent of Colin Kaepernick taking a knee said Richard Lapchick the director of the Institute for Diversity and Ethics in Sports referring to the former quarterback who captured the country's attention by nailing during the National Anthem during 2020 16 and uh lost his job by behind that, never got it back, probably will never get it back now and getting old. I mean, I'm again, if 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 Ryan Fitzpatrick could find a job, Colin Kaepernick's probably still working out. Hey, uh Rivera, why you at it? You clearly need a quarterback. Why not? I digress, bro. I digress. It was a dramatic and courageous act on his part because history would tell anybody that pays attention to that. It would be really unlikely he'll get a coaching job after that, Lapchick said. Flores. Let me run that back. It was a dramatic and courageous act on his part because history would tell anybody that pays attention that it would be really unlikely he'll get a coaching job after that. Uh, To have the guts to share the things he did really opened up a discussion that was already open but now in a much more dramatic way this is an insider is op- opposed to someone from the outside talking about what needs to happen and what has to happen Flores said he took legal action because the need for change is bigger than my personal goals the suit was filed just over a week after New England Patriots head coach Bill Belichick. Bill, Bill sent Flores an accidentally an accidental congratulatory text message. Let me run this back. Okay, so Flores said he took legal action because the need for change is bigger than my personal goals. The suit was filed just over a week after New England Patriots head coach Bill Belichick sent Flores an accidental congratulatory text message. So, he jumped a gun on this. God damn. The 40 year old who was born and raised in Brooklyn to Honduran parents said in his lawsuit that the johnny ain't even a real, ain't even a Let me continue. <laughs> Only those who pay attention know what I'm talking about. He said in his lawsuit that the Giants interviewed him for their vacant head coaching job under disingenuous circumstances. Flores said he had found out three days before his interview that the Giants had already decided to hire Brian Brian DeBall. The, the Giants, y'all stink. Y'all gonna lose this year just for hiring Brian DeBall. <laughs> Quote, sorry, I fucked this up, Bill Belichick answered when Flores sought clarification. According to screen grabs included in the lawsuit, damn. I double-checked and I misread the text. I think they are naming Dabo. I'm sorry about that, BB. I guess he called him BB. I don't know. The lawsuit also claims that the two that in twenty nineteen Flores was subjected to another sham interview. This one was with the Broncos. Flores said the Broncos, then general manager John Elway, president and chief executive officer Joe Ellis and others showed up about an hour late to interview. Damn. And added that the term, that the, I'm sorry, added that the team delegation looked completely disheveled, and it was obvious that they had been drinking heavily the night before. I had to pause on that one, man. They just totally disrespected this dude. Didn't even give him a, wow. Didn't even give him a quality. And you're going to tell a dude, no, the least you could do is, Give him a little bit of quality. Damn. Let me continue, man. God. And should I even bother with this? the rest of this article? Sheesh. That's, and you know what? I look at John Elway. I always seen John Elway the closet racist, dude. I like to talk to Shannon Sharp. He played with him, didn't he? I like to talk to Shannon Sharp and see, hey, what, 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 what's up with John Elway, bruh? I mean, clearly I'm reading this article. What's up with John Elway, uh Shannon Sharp? I mean, you LeBron nut swinger. I mean, let me know what's up with Shannon. Let me know what's up with John Elway, because as a kid, it was just something about John Elway I wasn't even liking. Like he I played Madden. I wouldn't pick Denver. I don't think nobody picked Denver when they played Madden. Hell with John Elway. I wanted to crush him. It's a couple of other quarterbacks I just wanted to crush him madden. Playing Madden now. Damn. I digress. Let me let me continue though. Madden, if you're on there, let me know. KJ the Ripper, PSN. I ain't playing with y'all. I might have to do some Twitch lives. Moving forward. Clearly, y'all got the disrespect from John Elway in the front office for this interview with Florida. All right, so um. John Elway, in a statement, refuted the claims made by Flores. Of course. He said he uh, refuted the claims as false and defamatory. Hmm. Is it really? L uh, Flores' lawsuit called the Rooney Rooney rule a well-intentioned hold up, hold up. Damn. A well-intentioned failure. You run that back, bro. Flores' lawsuit called the Rooney Rule a well-intentioned failure. The Rooney Rule is not working. It is not working because the numbers of black head coaches, coordinators, and quarterback coaches are not even close to being reflective of the number of black athletes on the field. It makes goddamn sense. The Rooney Rule, um, I'm sorry. The Rooney Rule is also not working because management is not doing the interviews in good faith. And it therefore creates a stigma that interviews of black candidates are only being done to comply with the Rooney rule rather than in recognition of the talents that the black candidates possess. A chick just uh, a chick just filed a lawsuit to a bank, um, a doctor. I can go to that article, but I, I can tap on that later. But um, a chick just was like straight disrespected. They they did not recognize that she was a doctor. I want to say she was a doctor. And um she pulled all the credentials. They still were, yeah, she was trying to um she was trying to uh and I'm I'm sidetracking, but she was trying to uh cash a 10 10 or 16,000 thousand dollar check or or it And they were giving her to run around to the point where it was clearly offensive. You was you was clearly um Stereotyping the home girl and uh yeah she got a lawsuit pending for him we can go to that article later but um i probably won't mess with it today i'm sorry but i we will tap on that um so yeah basically the rooney rules clearly not working the nfl this week said flores allegations were without merit shut that shit up The NFL and our clubs are deeply committed to ensuring equitable employment practices and continue to make progress in providing equitable opportunities throughout our organizations. Liar! Liar! If you look at the stats, bruh, should we we look at the stats of 27? One out of 27 head coaches in the NFL, black. And that only one is Pittsburgh Steelers, Mike Tomlin. Rooney Rule, NFL, what say you? Why is there only one black head coach in the league, you say? Because the NFL is racist. I remember when Kaepernick did what he did. And um, this was, what, two, maybe three, four years ago. It It was when I was heavy into fantasy football. And everybody wanted to boycott the NFL. And I was like, am for it. As a matter of fact, I just dropped. When I dropped 150, I dropped 150 on two two uh, fantasy football leagues. I did not play in either one of those leagues. And I took that L. I took that L in those leagues. They was hitting me up. It was like, uh, cool, why aren't you playing? I said, because Kaepernick took a knee. And we, we supposed to be boycotting this, this, uh, we supposed to be, we supposed to be boycotting the NFL. And in my book, the NFL, uh, has a lot of, um, what do you say? Has a lot of, um, has a lot of arms involved and that sports gambling. All right. So it's attached NFL fantasy football. I'm not playing. I'm boycotting. I'm supposed to be full force when the game came on at one o'clock. And I might have been on that channel. I might not. I turned it. I didn't watch ESPN on Mondays. I waited for the basketball season to start. I went straight to it. And then when I found out that the black delegation was watching football this whole goddamn time, I said, you know what? Y'all boycotts. Y'all can keep it. Shut up your rectum. I'm going to go about life in my own way. If I feel like I want to boycott something, i boycott it. And right now NFL from cool from a cool pers- from a cool's perspective, it looks like I'm gonna do a second boycott this coming season. I like for the Washington commanders to be a winning organization, but it seems as if with this coaching situation is really opening my eyes. Um, check out the NFL's continuation of this statement. Diversity is a core to everything that we do. And there are a few issues on which our clubs and our internal leadership teams spend more time. We will defend against these claims, which are without merit. The NFL, Brian Flores, who is accusing the NFL of racial discrimination, is not one of, one to back down. Um, I'm looking at uh oh yeah we gotta hit this one. We interviewed an impressive and diverse group of candidates. The team statement read: "The fact of the matter is, Brian Flores, Brian, Brian Flores was in the conversation to be our head coach until the 11th hour. <laughs> they lied. Ultimately, we hired the individual we felt was most qualified to be our next head coach. Sounds like a blank, a, a bland statement, in my opinion. Check this out." Our process was was <laughs> check this out. Our process was thorough and a fair. And, and I'm sorry, our process was thorough and fair to determine the most qualified candidate for our head coaching position. The Broncos will vigorously defend the integrity and values of our organization. This ain't come out of John Elway's mouth. <laughs> this definitely ain't. This was not. All the sacks he took, them head injuries. He ain't right. This shit. All right, hey, nah, that's what you get. So I'm going to keep reading the rest of this article. In 2019, when the Broncos passed on Flores, the Dolphins hired him anyway from Belichick's Patriots, where Flores was an assistant coach. All right, Flores led the team to a 24-25 record during his three-year tenure. Damn, Miami finished its 2021 campaign nine and eight. This second straight winning season. Yeah. But failed to make the playoffs. Oh, and he was fired last month. Damn. Black, that's why. <laughs> black, that's why. What do y'all think, man? Um, 27 head coaches, A-A-A-A. Only one of them black. Five vacancies. This is Kool Adama's head speaking. Check this out. I predict. That out those five coaching vacancies Now that this is an issue It's probably gonna be one Or two Out the five head coaches That will get hired And out those two hires One of those hires They got one year Losing season Or subpar Like maybe You're playing multiple So if you finish eight and nine Or nine and eight Your ass is still gonna be Fired if you black. And um, the one the one that does survive that one year. Every year you on a clock, man. And you you treading a thin line every year. You better be winning and you better say all the right things in the locker room. I I I have faith in my black coaches because for some odd reason we do the damn thing. As far as uh, relating to the players, most of us, we can do the damn thing. Some of us can't. Some of us can't coach. Some of us can't coach the youth, nor can they coach at all, period. Why are you even on the sideline giving anything? I think you should sit your ass down and just watch the game. Leave the game to the real coaches. I I coach. I coach and train. I will probably more than likely be coaching next year. I'm taking a break. I ain't messing with this stuff out here, man. And y'all know what I'm talking about. So again, y'all think, uh, what do y'all think? Y'all think all five vacancies right now is going to be filled with black? I don't think so. I think now, I think the black delegation is so far, so far behind. They took the word minority and made this whole melting pot of brown. We always said black power. Black is beautiful. So when you say brown, a lot of us don't count ourselves with those folk because we've been here. We've been here already. And uh, we want our reparations, man. And this, this article says, y'all owe us a lot. Y'all behind the eight ball as well. There 27 coaches out of 70% of the league, them black, you only got one head coach. Sort of embarrassing. Shout out to the uh, NBA. I pointed there because I'm looking at them right now. I don't know the score, but I think the Lakers are losing, I hope. Um, <laughs> shots fired. I can't stand the Lakers, man. But um, out, out, out the five coaching vacancies, what's going to happen? I think uh, they're going to use that term minority, and they're going to hire some, some old somebody from – Puerto Rico. They might hire someone from um Afghanistan or some shit. They 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 are they gonna they'll they'll hire Osama bin Laden's head coaching ass before they hire Brian Flores. I guarantee damn to you. Now, now I mean golly, we can't even I tell you what, if they don't hire the two coaches that I predicted they're gonna hire as far as you know numbers is concerned not watching football next year. Good luck to the Commanders. I'll probably buy a jersey. i probably buy a hat or maybe a shirt or something. I'm just not messing. I'm just not messing with the NFL right now. I like to also... Oh, shoot. Well, let's take it then. We got time. I ain't, you know, I'm chilling. Um, Hugh Jackson. I, I had to tap to to on this one. So check this out. I don't know if y'all, I don't know if y'all knew about this one. Uh I um I okay, so I this <laughs> I wanted to make sure that this article covered exactly what I wanted to go over. This We still on the NFL. We still on the NFL. We still playing football out here. The Cleveland Browns, this is out of ESPN.com. The Cleveland Browns owner Jimmy Hasland, fired back. former coach hugh jackson on thursday saying that jackson has never accepted blame for one thing and that the claim he paid jackson to lose games is an absolute falsehood and come on y'all let's start thinking let's start thinking with our brains now you got all these head coaching jobs these executive jobs ain't giving the black folk i think they know I think they know we're going to do the damn thing if they hire us. I don't know. Maybe they I I, I really can't pinpoint why. I I really can't pinpoint why they would even, um, why they would why the numbers would look like it does 27 head coaches versus one, one you can't hire at least 10 black head coaches with all we got I, I just don't get it. So, um Let's 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 dive right in, man. Let's dive right in. This is out of ESPN.com. Cleveland Browns owner Jimmy Haslam again. Fired back at Coach Hugh Jackson for the allegations. Hugh uh Wednesday on ESPN Sports Center. Hugh Jackson said that the Browns had a four-year plan that incentivized losing during the first two years, which led to his 1-31 record. God, was it that bad? Jeez, let me run that back. Wednesday on ESPN Sports Center, this was yesterday. <laughs> Hugh Jackson said the Browns had a four year plan that incentivized losing during the first two years, which led to his 1 in 31 record during the 2016 and 2017 seasons, and Cleveland having the number one overall draft pick in back to back years. Quote, Teams that win are just not the youngest team. Not not that the youngest teams can't win. So I understand the process, Jackson told ESPN. I didn't understand what the plan was. I asked for clarity because it did not talk about winning and losing until year three and four. So that told you right there that something wasn't correct. But I still couldn't understand until I had the team that I had. Jackson added later in the interview that I do know that no head coach is going to survive if you lose a lot of games. I just said that. If you black, your ass better be winning because the moment you lose, blooper. Jackson, who is now the head coach for Grambling State, claimed that the bonus money was available if certain measurables were met, such as aggregate rankings being the youngest team and having certain amount of draft picks Hugh Jackson said that he told Haslam he wasn't interested in bonus money and instead wanted that money used to improve the team again on Wednesday a spokesperson for the Browns called Jackson's charge completely fabricated and said that any acquisition that any member of our organization was incentivized to deliberately lose games is categorically false in a series of Twitter posts earlier Wednesday, Jackson also wrote that Haslam was happy while we kept losing. And trust me, it was a good number when referencing bonus payments he claims were offered for losing. Damn. Jackson and Kimberly Demert, the executive director of the Hugh Jackson Foundation, which works to prevent human trafficking, good job, Hugh, were tweeting in a response to Brian Flores lawsuit against the NFL and the three teams. Miami Dolphins, Denver Broncos, and the New York Snitch Giants, alleging discrimination regarding his interview processes with Denver, New York, and Miami. His firing in Miami, that is. In the lawsuit, Flores alleged that the Dolphins owner, Stephen Ross, attempted to incentivize him to purposely lose games shortly after he was hired in 2019, allegedly offering Flores $100,000 for every loss that season. Let me ask the listeners this. If you are a head coach for an NFL team and that NFL team owner asks you to throw games uh for a hundred thousand dollars each game, would you do it? You have to fire me, man. I'm already getting paid, so I don't need that extra hundred thousand dollars. That's that's no, not to ruin my reputation or credibility, because now Folks are looking at brian not brian flores but they're looking at um hugh jackson like hey they can pay you a hundred thousand to lose games and pay you regular money you're a weak dude bro i'm sorry you a weak dude if you're gonna go ahead and his, you look at his record he was one in 31. you do that 100 <laughs> you, you, you 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 times that by a hundred thousand, and you got some good money there don't you yeah, let's continue all right y'all doing there that so far unequivocally Hugh Jackson was never paid to lose games Haslam said that is an absolute falsehood he said that before and it isn't an also it, and it, it's it's also an absolute falsehood that I laughed while we were losing I hope you wasn't in 2018 the Browns fired Jackson after he posted a 2-5-1 record midway through the season Cleveland went on to finish 7-8-1. It's funny how there was a drastic change after the two, five, and one record. You won five more games, you lost three. Huh? You went five-three after you fired Hugh Jackson. So what did you do? What did you do different? With the top picks in 2017 and 18 cleveland drafted all pro defensive and miles garrett then quarterback baker mayfield he turned around and didn't do shit. <laughs> the browns also driving uh drafted pro bowl cornerback denzel ward with the number four overall pick in 2018. ah so to you know uh they they were looking to stack and that's when they got uh old homeboy odell beckham they were supposed to be that team they were supposed to go to the super bowl this year <laughs> those espn analysts boy Who in Browns Nation didn't realize that the team was on a deep rebuild and their focus was being competitive for championships three and four years down the line, said Thomas, who retired after the 2017 season. Everybody who was a Browns fan knew that that's what they were doing. Okay, so I guess he's speaking against the claims that Hugh Jackson laid out. But uh, I wouldn't put it past ownership Especially ownership like Cleveland, like you weren't even talked about to get to the at least a a wild card, and now things have changed as far as the structure of of, of the playoffs, and you still can't make it. Then we find out you you had Hugh Jackson out here throwing games. I mean, one in thirty-one. I don't think a coach did that before. We gonna have to look that up. Was there ever a coach to go? I just out of out thirty two games, you went one in thirty one. How? How? Just how? So I, again, what y'all think, man? Um, I had to throw this Hugh Jackson post out there because it's 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 a sad thing in the NFL. If only only you only got five, and then then come to find out, these owners are paying these black coaches to throw games. Well, they paid this dude i like to see where these allegations go uh stay tuned to the channel of cool i mean i'm gonna gonna keep i'm gonna keep an eye out on this one and i'm gonna keep an eye out on these five head coaching vacancies as well because in my opinion all five of those coaching vacancies should be filled by black coaches and i'm talking about ados that's um come on man american descendants of slaves american descendants of slaves uh me Folks like me, the ones that came over on them boats doing that free labor for for, 400, 500 years ago. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all know what I'm talking about. So raise your hand or comment below. Like, share, subscribe. Let people know how many coaches the NFL, how many black coaches do you think the NFL should have currently? Yeah, I mean it's 27 to 1 mess is ugly. This says a lot about a league that's supposed to be for the people who completely took over church Sunday. <laughs> Shots fired. But uh other than that, man, um there's another uh there is another um there's another segment we should talk about anyway, since we're talking about football, right? I mean, since we talk about football, I, I, let, let's go ahead and let's just talk about this Super Bowl here. Who you got? <laughs> You've been watching the playoffs, man. This has got to be one of the best playoffs we ever seen in a long time. We got teams we didn't even expect to get in. I mean, honestly, I got I to gotta be honest. I, I kind of had L.A. going. I mean, you look at that team, that team is stacked. Uh, and then I had uh, I didn't I didn't. If you had Cincinnati pick to go to the Super Bowl, you probably paid in the shade. But uh, I'm gonna say one, maybe one person, one person might have bet on Cincinnati. One person. Uh, other than that, we got a game. We got a, we got ourselves a game. We got Matthew Stafford, who spent all of his years in uh, the dump in Detroit. <laughs> Now with the L.A. and his first year, he's in the Super Bowl. Playing these young cats in Cincinnati, them banging bangles right now. Hey, they out there cranking right now. Uh, This is that team. This is that Cinderella team. They don't want to be mentioned as Cinderella. But come on, man. Ain't nobody picks the Cincinnati to get to the uh Super Bowl. WKRP in Cincinnati. Damn, that's way over there Cool. Don't do that to him. Anyway, yeah, so you got from the West Coast, you got the Los Angeles Rams, 8 So check this out, right? So you telling me this is two years in a row where the team, there's a team actually hosting the Super Bowl. And what I mean by that is not not just hosting; they're, they're hosting the Super Bowl. Like you're you're coming to our house to play the Super Bowl at our house, and you're playing us. So you got a home game. You got a home game in the Super Bowl. Since does that make? Did this the last two years? If you want to call me the c word, call me the c word. I'm not gonna guy. I'm not gonna dive too deep in that. Y'all know how YouTube go. But uh, two years in a row, first year you had Tampa Bay, you had the Super Bowl. Where Super Bowl now is in L.A. Who made it to the Super Bowl? Odell Beckham wanted to leave Cleveland, <laughs> Ohio, Cincinnati. He wanted to leave Cleveland and go to a contender. Ain't it funny how he chose Los Angeles? I mean, because he could have he could have went with Brady. Could have went over there with Brady and them, man. Antonio Brown went down with his punk ass quitting. He quit like motherfuckers that be on Madden. They play online and they down seven. And they quit immediately. I mean, we halfway in the first quarter, bro. Why don't you play the quarters out? Stop quitting. Goddamn quitters. He could have went to Tampa Bay and did something, but... Odell Beckham took his talents to LA and look at where they at. I mean, LA is deep. You got Vaughn Miller. You got Odell Beckham, Matthew Stafford. You got that young. Look, I, if I ain't mistaken, it's a couple of players older than the head coach. Oh, you got the MVP of the goddamn league, Cooper Cup. If I play fantasy next year, if I'm not boycotting the league, if I do play, he is going to be on my list to, to, to grab. If you ain't got Cooper Cup in your lineup, you sadly mistaken yeah i can't wait and hopefully we can get those five positions filled by black man maybe i decide to watch football but as it stands right now currently there's a there's a 44 chance <laughs> there's a 44 chance that cool may not participate in the observations of the nfl season next season the 2023 2022 2023 season may not be seen by me i'm just i'm just putting it out there If y'all don't hire some black folk up in this joke hey shout out to uh shout out to my team the washington commanders who have a black president on this squad jason wright who i must say is so out of touch but hey he's in a position and we some shit anyway When we win some games, then we'll start talking about, oh, yeah, don't matter. It don't matter at this point, man. We some shit. And hopefully next season with new uniforms, a new name, maybe we could do something. But change that goddamn field, man. Everybody dies on that goddamn field, man. Random shit popping off. But, again, on the Super Bowl, for the Super Bowl, Kula Damis says,
1: whoo,
0: I'm going to go easy, man. That's I'm gonna say. Kula Diamond says uh Matthew Stafford and the crew is gonna win by two touchdowns. I'm gonna go 24. I'm gonna go 24. I'm gonna go 24. I'm gonna go 24-9. For some odd reason, I think Cincinnati is only gonna be good for even though they got Burrow and they got my man uh they got my man Jakar, I think his name is. What's my man? Receiver for the uh Bengals, the receiver. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Dude got game. Jamar Chase. Yeah. Jamar Chase. And actually, uh, there's another receiver over there that got game, too. They got a two-receiver shuffle going on out there. And even though they're young and I and, and I like the underdog, I'm going to say I'm going to put my money on uh, L.A. I'm going to put my money on a hungry Odell Beckham uh oh, oh, once been there before uh 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 what's his name i just said his name you know the defensive end oh uh you know what i'm talking about hey, you gotta get the name right i just said his name though the uh linebacker or the uh defensive end the uh shit, y'all know what i'm talking about uh what's what's homie name von miller yeah, I'm tripping. Yeah, I got the Rams beating uh, the Cincinnati Bengals Bengals by two touchdowns. It's gonna be fourteen plus points. I know that for a fact. Cincinnati ain't gonna be able to stop that that offense. I, and if y'all seen the Rams play, that offense is something something sweet. And their defense, you see how they was getting that uh old homeboy last week. Psh garoppolo couldn't do shit it was only good for some kicks i think it's gonna be the same thing for the Bengals. rams are super bowl champs this whack-ass halftime show gonna be whack i'm gonna still watch it though and uh that's about it as far as uh football um y'all think man uh who you got please like share comment subscribe let me know who you got because uh if you choose Cincinnati, I want to know. I want to know why. Yeah, you, you can say Burrow, 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 whatever his damn name is. Stafford, hungry, bro. Stafford, hungry, bro. He said. He he said before he before the season started. He was a Ram. He was like, yeah, just put me on a team that can compete, and I'ma show you. Spamina showed us, bro. Spamina showed us. Anyway, yeah, again, like, share, comment, subscribe.